1: Yeah, you get it. Every time.
2: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item
1: at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite,
0: story but one of the things that Oleg taught me was it depends on what part of your story do you actually want to focus on so you can have the same story but you can also focus on different aspects of the story when you tell someone your story but don't don't let me go on and on about it let me let Oleg express it to you and break down to you what he means by that I truly enjoyed this interview, it was an extremely enlightening interview, and I hope it enlightens you as well. Sit back, relax, take notes, and welcome to this episode of the Secret to Success Podcast.
2: Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Secret to Success Podcast. Today we have an amazing guest, Mr. Oleg Lohid. I'm not going to introduce him, what I'm going to do is ask him to tell us about him. So hello
0: Oleg, how are you doing today?
4: I'm doing well. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be on your show.
0: We're so, we're
4: so very happy
2: to have you. We're so very happy to have you. So, Oleg, tell our
4: audience who you are. You know, this is a question that I've been asked quite a bit over the past couple of months, and my decision, or my de- my description of it, has evolved from being... Um, a job description, to a title, to someone who I believe I'm connected to. And I think the best way that I could describe it as far as who I am would be with the following terms. First thing that comes to mind is I'm a huge believer that I'm an idea. I'm an idea Mm -hmm. for someone else that chooses to live a life where they continue to take on different challenges and obstacles and continue to tell themselves that there's nothing that they can't overcome in this life. The second part is I'm, a, I'm also a believer that I'm a reflection for another person to see themselves and to see their own experience and more importantly to see the story that each and every single one of them lives. Now beyond the philosophical approach to who I am and for those that are looking to better understand what I do is I started an organization about two and a half to two, three years ago called Overcoming Odds, which has really been just a place for people to be seen, to be heard, and to be valued when it comes to their stories and their different experiences. So to answer your question, that is, that is probably the best way that I can do so so far. And I'm sure that throughout this particular interview, we'll be able to tap into other elements that make up who I am today?
2: We definitely are. And I I would love to begin with the fact that you said I am an idea.
4: Can you go mm-hmm.
2: into, uh, I love how you said that. And if it is what I think you, 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 if it is what I think it is, I would love for you to go into detail because I do believe our audience mm-hmm. needs to understand that concept.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, for me, you know, what started off and the reason why I actually choose, my, choose to view myself from that particular view is because I'm a huge believer that anything that I do or anything that I've done has always been an express, expression of who I am. And if there's anything that I've learned throughout my lifetime, it is that there are many different forms of expression that I come to. So the different businesses, the different ventures or projects that we're a part of, I think None of them have really defined me, but rather each and every single one of them has given me a chance to express an element of myself that I haven't had before. And so when I talk about this concept of being an idea or a possibility for someone else's life when it comes to the different hardships or adversities that they face, I truly do believe in it. And for me, it really boils down to the fact that I think each and every single one of us can be an example for for each other as far as moments of hardships or the times when we do achieve some of our bigger goals and aspirations to continue to inspire one another and to continue to support and encourage everyone that we encounter to keep going and don't stop and that that's really the best way that i can describe as far as me being an idea at this particular time and place.
2: Thank you, thank you very much for explaining that. So, in before before today's interview, I mm-hmm. read your story, and reading your story, and then thinking about Antonio, you both had a a, a, a pretty similar life. So, can you can mm-hmm. you tell tell the audience? Tell the audience your story, and then if you can let us know how your story helped you evolve from where you were to where you are today.
4: Absolutely. When I typically get faced with that question of what is your story, what I found fascinating is that so much of it boils down to which aspects I choose to focus on, right? Mm. And so for me, if I were to tell my story, I, I choose to focus on three critical phases of my life, and that is when I was nine years old, 12 years old, and 24 years old. And for those who are not familiar with my early upbringing, as you might be able to tell by the name, I was not born here. I was not born in the United States. I was born in Russia and had a rather challenging upbringing for my first nine years of my life. And what I mean by challenging is that there were moments where I didn't have a family Theoretically, I had one, but I didn't really have a support system to rely on, to help me excel within the person that I was trying to become. My mom was an alcoholic, and due to that, my sister actually ended up becoming my legal guardian for a good majority of my my early upbringing. And the reason why I chose the, the first age, nine years old, was that that was the first time when I made a decision in my life to actually give up my parents' rights and to go into an orphanage. Now, at the time, I highly doubt that I thought the way that I think right now, and rather what I saw was an opportunity for me to get out of the current situation I was in and possibly create a better lifestyle for me. I ended up living in the orphanage for three years, from nine until 12, and for those of you that are familiar with what the system is, I would say 99% of that story is true. So you do experience moments of abuse, mental, physical, and there are a lot of horrific memories that I still have of that place. But here's the thing. Instead of looking at it from that point of view, what I chose to do is actually look at the orphanage as a place of opportunity. And here's why. I chose to look at that place as a place of opportunity because it was actually through that place that I was able to be adopted at the age of 12. And had I not been there, and had I not been a part of this folk singing program that the orphanage put together, which ended up bringing us to the United States, almost in the form of an exchange program for two weeks, that I wouldn't be here. Or who knows whether or not I would be here. So as challenging as that particular experience was, I really do choose to view it from the points of being grateful for it because it's all of those experiences that made up who I am. And fast forward to the second phase that I mentioned, which was 12. That was the age when I got adopted. I'll never forget the times when I first came to the States and barely spoke any English, knew very little about this part of the world, but yet always maintained this mindset that I'm going to figure it out. It is the same exact mindset that I maintain in today's world and the person that I am today. I'm a huge believer that there truly is no obstacle too difficult to overcome. No matter how challenging the times may be, most times... The reason why I think they're that challenging is because they're actually preparing you for the lifestyle that you dream of. It's, it's moments like that that make you rethink, do you really want your dream? And are you willing to sacrifice what's currently at stake to live that dream? So for me, coming to the States and going through the different transitions and learning the language, understanding the culture, creating friendships, understanding what my family was going to be like, were all big, big challenges at the time. But through that belief that I'll figure it out, I was very fortunate to do so after about three to four years of constant daily work. Every single day, it was a work in progress. Every single day, there were new things to be learned, new things to be adjusted to. And in the last phase of it, when I was happened when I was twenty four. Now is a phase of my life where I chose to act upon my story. Prior to that moment, I will never forget the question that I was faced with or I faced myself with, and it was why me? I think I think it's a question that a lot of us can relate to. Why you? Why was it the person why was it you that was meant to go through the journey that you have? Through the challenges that you've been able to embrace, and you know what I've learned is that if it's not you, then who else? Mm-hmm. Who else is meant to go through it? It's not like I could have gone on the street and say, "Hey, hey, you, this this journey's for you," or these challenges are for you. Each and every single one of us has challenges every single day, whether we choose to admit it or not. But regardless of what the situation has been, what that particular question and that answer led me to do was to create a space for other people of similar experiences to be heard, to be seen, and to be valued. And how we started to do that is initially we just launched a – what it was at the very beginning of it all was just a website for people to share their mm-hmm. stories, almost the form of a blog post. And then we've transitioned into our own podcast. We started to host events around the country that focused on different themes and elements of our story. And what I've learned over time after doing a lot of this work is how powerful our stories can be. It's not only the story that we tell inside, but it's also how we externalize that story and how that can influence other people within our lives. And that's where I really chose to commit to this particular process, and believing that our story is is the most power, powerful thing that is available to us, and we have a choice in which story we choose to live at any given day.
2: Wow. Wow. I- Okay, so my next my next question is for someone who, mm-hmm. for someone who is, is like me, we grew up in a family that provided everything that we needed. Had the mom, had mm-hmm. the dad, but there was still there was still something there.
1: If your work life, like ours, at the Secret to Success podcast, has been anything that lives in this year, it's been turned upside down. Especially recently, we're all adjusting to the new world of remote work. My friends at LinkedIn Learning, they're here to help you and your teams, not only to stay productive at home, but also to support all of our well-being. Here recently, they've offered a lot of free LinkedIn courses to help you navigate the impacts of COVID-19. They've offered help for job seekers to navigate career strategies into today's market. They've offered professionals uh, help on how to remain productive and even efficient while we're we're working from remote areas and even remotely. They've offered help for educators to transition and to teach online, and that one right there has been most valuable to me because me and all of you know that I'm basically on the tech local logical company that's also an educational company. So We've been learning how to better teach people online, how to better teach with technology, how to better use the skills through video and video display and video editing and video presentation. We've been learning how to synchronize our classes. We've been learning new techniques on multimedia learning, even classroom cloud strategies and everything I just said, that's what you can get at LinkedIn Learning. It's happening. It's happening right now. For a limited time, LinkedIn Learning is offering a wide variety of their most popular courses, some in which I just specifically named, plenty of others. You can hear from from real-world experts who share tips about how to cope with their stress, manage a remote team, and even look great on video conference calls. There are plenty of courses for salespeople, recruiters, small businesses, and much more. Check out the free LinkedIn Learning courses and share them with your teams. I'm sure that you would appreciate the extra support right now. And if you want to learn anything more about LinkedIn Learning, the trusted online source and solution for 78% of Fortune 100 companies, their consultants are available to chat. Visit linkedinlearning.com slash sts to explore dozens of free courses that's linkedinlearning.com/sts
2: and we didn't realize it until we got older, how how would, how would someone, if you don't think you have a story but you really do, how would you communicate that with someone?
4: Mm-hmm. You know, that's a very difficult question to answer, and the reason why is because we are all at our – we're all at different phases of our growth, and we're all mm-hmm. at different stages of forming and living that story. But I think the most important thing that I've learned, and I actually recently watched a brief video of an interview between Kevin Hart and Joe Rogan. And it was during that interview that Kevin Hart says that your story is like a book. And your your life has all of these different chapters within it. And he brings up a very interesting question as far as how... Not only what what do you want your last chapter to say, but it it also brings up the possibility of rewriting some of the chapters. So when we talk about stories, and the reason why I believe each and every single one of us has it, is because we're all living. A life is a story. Now, sharing that is a whole other ballgame, and The way that it started for me was I began to share that with some of my closest friends and family members that I trusted, that I at the time I thought would not judge me, would accept me for who I was and when I went through and what I was processing. Hmm. And then what I learned over time was that there was so much value in it and in me sharing it. And that's when I began to expand into other groups complete groups of strangers, and share more and more of that story. Now, here's the thing that I've also learned along that process, is that the way that you tell your story within the first months or years may be different from the way that you tell the story after X number of years. And I think the reason why is because your language evolves. And if you really choose to engage with kind of, the process of growing within who you are, mm-hmm. then you're going to focus on different. I'm like I'm doing right now, I'm, I focus on different elements of that story and I create other opportunities for me to reframe some of those traumatic events or adversities or challenges that I faced when I was young. So it's not necessarily that I completely abandon those moments, it's that I choose to tell it in a different view mm-hmm. because I've told the same. I've told that story so many times. So I was able to see so many different perspectives, not only from other people, but from the versions that I told it myself. So recognizing that you have a story, I firmly believe is as simple as recognizing that you're alive. Your life is a story. I recently heard a friend of mine who we were interviewing on our podcast, and he said, Life is about experiences. That's really what it is at the end of the day. As simple as that. Now, people people may have different opinions, but in my opinion, that's what I believe. Is that life is simply experiences that we get to enjoy on a daily basis. And each one of those experiences can be its own story. So, to... Sum it all up, people will have different steps, people are at different phases of telling that story, and that's perfectly fine. There's no right or wrong, there just is
3: hmm.
4: but and and even within that, recognizing what is the purpose of you sharing your story and how many do you want to share your story with is something that you should face personally. I don't think that's ever should be told to us as far as. You know, you have to share your story with the rest of the world because I think there's purpose and there's meaning behind it. And so it really boils down to be becoming more intentional with why you choose to share it and who you choose to share mm-hmm. it. Not every, I, I, don't, I don't think every story is meant to be shared on the same level as Nelson, Nelson Mandela or Steve Jobs or anyone else who has ever done it as far as having an impact on the whole whole world or as many as individuals as possible. I think some stories are poss- probably meant to be shared only within the family, within friend- friends, or within your own world, however many people live within that.
2: Now, that is an aspect that I've never thought of. Like, on what scale should you should your story be shared? We, mm-hmm. we come up, you hear people every single day, you know, I have a story to tell, I have a story to tell and they just wanna tell their story but never really sat down to some. Never really sat down to think about, okay, I have a story to tell but who will my story impact the most? Who actually needs mm-hmm. to hear my story. You know, so so thank you thank you for acknowledging and saying that because yeah. it, it 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 helps us Think in a different way, and then how. And another thing you said was, your story changes because your language changes.
4: Mhm. And I, I think to 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 go back to your point that you just mentioned in regard to who is your story impacting. Mhm. What I begin to understand is that it always starts with you. Hmm. And it 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 as simple as that. When it comes to my story, it starts with me. So I really choose, actively choose to put myself in positions where I can better understand elements of it and I can better understand what is happening, why is it happening, what options do I have as far as changing it, quote-unquote rewriting it. So the the story is, I think to begin with, that story is for, it, it's for you. And then I think when you go into the service of others, your story becomes almost like a gateway or a door for someone else's story, for them to share their own and, and to see themselves through your journey. But I think to begin with, the story is for you. It's for you to understand whatever it is that you're trying to understand. For me, that story was not only a way to reframe some of my past, but also develop this deep understanding that, My past doesn't have to define my present or my future, Mm. that my story is here to serve me so I can connect with other people through elements of it. So I I really like your point as far as being intentional with what you choose to share. But at the end of the day, if I were to, if I was asked the question of what what is your story or who is it for to begin with, I think the answer is it's for you. Because it's something that you have to live with to begin with.
2: I I I agree with that one hundred percent. I I we're told you you can never connect the dots going forward. You can mm-hmm. only connect the dots going backward. And when you mm-hmm. said that when you said that it made me realize, okay. Your story is for you because it shows you, okay, this is where you were. Mm
3: -hmm. You
2: made this choice, so it brought you to this point. So now you're at a point where you have another decision to make. Are you going to keep moving forward in this path, or are you going to choose another path? And then if you choose another path, it goes forward. But when you connect the dots backward, it shows you, okay, there was no growth here. There was growth there. So Mm -hmm. are you going to continue on this path? Like your story your story is literally if you are strong enough to connect the dots going backward then you'll be able to like to make the decision to decide what you want to experience next.
4: Mhm. Yep.
2: So I so thank you. That I I never I didn't think of it that way before. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I didn't your story is for you, you know. Just your your testimony is a test of your story. Is is you telling your story of what you've so, been
4: through? Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. So, and but before you can even do that, you actually have to read your own story.
4: Exactly. And you have to tell it to yourself. And that's why I think it's, it's very interesting to think about it from that point of view because every single journey is so unique to who we are, and. The thing about your story is that the coolest thing that I find about your story is that it's always accessible to you. You don't have to wait. You can tap into it right now. And you have the option to tell it in whichever way you want. You have the option to focus on whichever elements of it you want. If it's elements of your past where you might have experienced pain and suffering and things like that, well, that's also perfectly fine. Because the only way to heal is to focus on moments like that and and to reframe them into a different story, into a story that makes it not necessarily more enjoyable, but something that you can live with. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned. And so I I think that's the most fascinating part about our stories is that it's always accessible to us. That's why I think it's the most valuable currency that's available to every single one of us. We don't have to wait to act upon it. We can start we can literally start today with what we know and begin to write it and It's already right it's already in a way writing itself now, whether it's being written intentionally or not, that's a different story that's a different aspect yeah. but it's a it's still it's going every single day is an expansion of your chapter.
2: how do you, if you can explain to to Mm -hmm. our listeners, how do you intentionally write your own story? Because when I first heard of the concept of creating my own reality, I was like, no, that's not Mm -hmm. true. You can't do that. You just live, (laughs) but not realizing that that every single day we create. So if you can explain to our listeners, Break that down to how you can intentionally write your own story.
4: Well, you know, I think for me, what works is understanding what a what story do I want to live, and what is the po- what is the purpose of it? What am I trying to create with this story? Who am I trying to influence? And like I like I said before, in in regard to all of those, it always starts within, right? ultimately i'm trying to influence myself i'm trying to influence a set of behaviors i'm trying to influence a set of thoughts that i've been thinking and then from there what i choose to do is i choose to share that story with other people in order to help them help them see differently help them see different perspectives that's why i think it's it's very interesting when when i first started to really dive into this work and this journey, one of the things that I began to notice was that in understanding that each and every single one of us travels their own unique path, I've actually developed a greater acceptance of other people and other people's perspectives. So when when people would share a particular perspective, and let's say in cases where I don't agree with it, what I've actually noticed myself doing is not necessarily saying, Oh, that's wrong or I don't do, I don't agree with this, that there's no way that's true. I've actually noticed myself accepting their own story and thinking about it, well that could also be possible. So always understanding hmm. that there's a story within the story. And what it's actually helped me do is create simultaneously I'm able to create this mutual understanding of both people and actually have a productive conversation because then it puts me in a position where I can learn about them where I can learn about their journey so i think this this question of intention it, it started for me with asking myself the questions that i wanted to know answers to and that's be, being extremely curious about this own this whole process and this whole journey and when it comes to, I think, asking yourself questions and once upon a time, there were there were many times when I used to struggle with that particular concept is because when I first heard of such nini's quality questions, I felt that I didn't know what those are. I felt that quality questions had to be so high up that you, you, asking a question that seemed so quote unquote common sense just wasn't worthwhile. What is the purpose of that right? Mm-hmm. But then what I learned was that quality questions you that that's completely up to you. One person may mm-hmm. view that as a quality question, the other one may not, but it doesn't make it right right or wrong. It just is, so you're the only one that gets to determine whether or not you're asking quality questions. And I, the the only other way that I've been able to reframe that part is really choosing to ask myself questions that I want to know answers to. Huh, yes. And I think that's what defines a quality question is what do you want to know?
2: Now with the quality questions. Too. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: When it comes to asking yourself quality questions to me, Mm-hmm. a a quality question that I ask myself is what is the next best move? Where do I go from here? Right. And one of the one of the things that I've learned is before you ask yourself a question, be prepared for the answer. Be prepared to know that you may get an answer you may not want.
4: Yeah. And and but, every... but even with that, you can change it. It's and And
2: that's the part that's I think the fact that we don't believe we can ask ourselves questions or that we even have the the power to change it. Mm-hmm. I think the disbelief in that is why a lot of us stay where we are and we don't move mm-hmm. forward in our dreams. we don't move forward in our goals. We think that it's only for a certain type of person, but if we just actually open our own minds and actually understand that, no. I can actually control my own narrative. I can I can intentionally write my own story and this is what I choose to write. So now I need to ask myself the question of what is my next best move? And if your next best move is to stay where you are, you have to understand mm-hmm. that okay, if that's my next best move, I need to stay here. If your next best move is to move, and you're like, "Well, I don't know where I'm going to move." It's okay. Just move because keep asking yourself the question, keep creating, yeah. keep writing your own story and it'll it'll go out. One of on on this journey that I have been on, it has been crazy <laughs> because mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just now learning that I can create my own, I can write my own story. I'm just now understanding that I do my own creation. I can change my story. I can rewrite my story. You know, I'm just now connecting the dots going backwards to even understand that I actually have a story. So in the five years that I've been on this particular journey, it's, it's to know that it it's very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Because I now know that I'm just not leaving my story just out there for the wind to catch it and go where the wind blows. And yeah. and I want to thank you because it now lets our audience know that, hey, while you listen to the Secret to Success podcast, while you listen to other podcasts, also understand that your secret to success is understanding that you can literally rewrite your own story.
4: Yeah. And, and with that, one of the things that you mentioned, which is also interesting is that because there's so many different platforms and opportunities for you to not only share to your own story, but not only share your own story, but listen to the stories of others, there are so many, there's so many opportunities for you to engage with that journey, Mm -hmm. right? And mm-hmm. what I've learned is that it's okay for all of those things to evolve. And that is if you begin listening to one show and then next year you listen to another, and then you turn, transition to a reading a book or whatever the format is, is that it's okay. You don't have to stay, like you said, stagnant in that one thing, in that one form. And so your story is the same exact thing. And that is it's meant to evolve. Your language is meant to evolve evolve with it. And so there will be other ways that you'll find to tell it. There will be other mm-hmm. moments of it that you begin to focus on. So in elements where I chose to in moments where I would only focus on the past as far as when people would ask me what is your story, I then transition to focusing on the on the now. What is my story now? What do I want my story to be moving forward? Mm-hmm. So you 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 have a choice, I believe, when it comes to choosing to focus on which side and element of that story that you want. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the most, I think, empowering thing that I've come across is that the power of choice, that I have a choice in how I view this. I have a choice in telling myself that this is not my final chapter,
2: Mm.
4: that Mm -hmm. that I get to keep going and keep writing.
2: That's the part. It's not my final chapter.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: As I grew older, my belief mm-hmm. was, okay, if you get to this age, you you won't be able to do anything else. All right, when you get to this age, it's going to be a point where all your dreams are just going to fall to the wayside, and you're just going to have to just go with the flow of things. Okay, now that you're at this age, you can't worry about living your dreams. Oh, dude, you have a kid now. There's no way (laughs) that you can Mm -hmm. can do this. And then that realization of, no, I can still do this. And now I actually have somebody to show that no matter what, you can still rewrite your story. You can tell your story Mm -hmm. differently each time. My story has changed, and I didn't realize that until now. It it has changed from what it used to be to what it is now. It has changed. The one thing that remains the same is I retired because I, I told myself if I'm going to work this hard for anything. It's going to be for my dreams and not somebody else's. Mm-hmm. That's the one part of my mm-hmm. story that has remained the same. But as I connect the dots going backwards, as I read my own story, I realize there's different like you said, there's different aspects to my story that I focus on. You know right. my education is one aspect that I can focus on. Being a parent is one aspect that I can focus on. You know, there's different aspects so it's it's like what do you want to focus on and what do you wanna where do you want that part to go? Mhm. And it's it's whatever journey Anybody is on is it's the understanding that you your story you can change your story it doesn't have to be the same story over and over and over again because the more yep. you tell that story, the more you're going to become that story
4: mhm yeah
2: and it it's it's just really I thank you 'cause when you first when you first started, you said there's three parts when I was 9, when I was 12, and when I was 24.
1: Okay. And
2: each aspect of it, there was a different aspect to the story. But nobody ever yes. tells their story that way. They only mm-hmm. tell the one story, and it's like, okay, that's great. So where 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 are you going from that story? Like, what are you doing yeah. now? What, what did you learn from that story? How did you grow from that? So thank you for, for showing our audience that you don't have to stick with just that one story. you Mm-hmm. Like you said, your story grows, your story changes because your language changes.
4: Mhm. And I'm sure that if you were to ask me this question in a year or five years, this story will evolve even more. And, and the whole reason why is because I'm continuing to grow within it and understand that as long as I continue to commit to that process, and really what I mean by that process is just me. And evolving and growing and improving every chance that I get, that that story is also gonna going to evolve. So in a year or five years, I may I may tell it in a complete different a complete different way. And the point of it all is to not compare it to this time and say, well, you said this x number of years ago. The reason why I accept why I said the things that I have today is because these are the things that I know. And so in five years, it will be the things that I know then. And so it, it, it's never, I don't think it is ever fair to say, oh, this perspective is right and this this one's wrong. It just is. It always, it just is. Because you do the best that you can with the best that you know.
2: And Oleg, that's another concept. <laughs> you do the best. Mm-hmm. it Antonio teaches us all here. Release release what it is that you're holding on to because whoever you're holding responsible for something, they did the best that they could with what they had.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: But when it comes to your personal being, you also have to understand that there are things that you did, that you did Mm -hmm. the best that you could with what you had. And like you said Mm -hmm. earlier, you were saying how your story is, it was given to you for a reason. There's a reason why you only had so much to work with. There was a reason why you made the decisions you made at a certain age because you you were like, okay, I, I'm, I've done the best that I can with what I have, and now I can't do it anymore. Yeah, and that that concept will that concept in itself it really. How did you get to that that concept with? How did you get to that concept?
4: The concept that understanding that my story is going to evolve.
2: The the concept of everyone is everyone you everyone has done the best that they can, with what they mm-hmm. with what they with what they know.
4: Because I think that's the that's the. I don't know exactly how I got to it, to be honest with you, but I just learned that. It was just really through awareness and recognition that that's all we can ever do is at any given time is make decisions based on what we currently know. And the intention or the assumption is that we're doing the best that we can with that knowledge and information. And that's where I begin to also understand and create a deeper appreciation for people, especially in moments when people make mistakes. Trust me, I make plenty of mistakes. But I don't really view those mistakes as failures. I view those mistakes as opportunities to grow, to improve, to understand it from a different lens. And I think that's the biggest thing that I'm learning along this particular journey is instead of looking at it from the point of view and blaming myself for all of these steps and quote unquote mistakes that I'm making along the way, rather I choose to accept it from a completely different lens. And that is just accepted from the fact that I'm doing the best that I can with what I know. So what it actually, what it also helps me understand is that there's there's no reason to wait. There's no reason to wait until I have X, Y, and Z to act, But rather just act now, continue to grow, continue to evolve. And that's really what it's all about, I think is continuing to do- also continuing to document this process, continuing to document life. And so all of these opportunities, whether it's podcasts or any other forms of interviews or just interactions or conversations, are opportunities for you to grow and opportunities for you to understand who you are. So I think this quest that most of us are on as far as understanding who we are,
3: mm-hmm.
4: It's a journey that is going to be completely unique and different for each and every single one of us. So, when you ask me the question of how do people start, where, where, what are some outlets that I can share their stories in? And to be honest with you, I don't have an answer to it. What I do know is that start with, for me, starting with my closest network and people that I trusted the most was the starting point because of the factors that. I would feel accepted and not judged, and I, I would still be able to find that sense of belonging within those conversations. And then within mm-hmm. it, I was able to identify my own steps to what I can do next with it. And that's, I think, the biggest thing that I've learned along this journey is that when it comes to our stories, the point of it all is to not share it as far as, far as here are the five steps to overcoming this or here are the five steps to success (laughs) or here are the five steps to this because here's the truth of it all. My five steps may take you a hundred steps. They may take you seven steps. They may take you none. You may be well beyond the five. So who might just say that those are the only five steps to that particular journey? So I think the best thing that we can do is to continue sharing our stories and experiences and provide opportunities and spaces for other people to identify their own steps through hearing of someone else's journey.
2: All right, I I like that what you said. Your five steps may take me twenty steps.
4: <laughs> exactly. I've,
2: yeah, I've I've seen people like, yeah, you know, just do these five things, just do these ten things. So I'm sitting, here, I'm like, okay, so. Yeah, that 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 doesn't work for me.
4: <laughs> exactly. And what if none of them work? Then you begin to reflect on yourself as far as, quote, unquote, you're doing something wrong.
2: Right. When really,
4: that's just not the truth.
2: If you just genuinely just share your story, mm-hmm. this is what, like, just like you've been doing. You've just been genuinely sharing your story, your steps, and listening to you. Someone's going to be like, oh. So you mean if I just relaxed yeah. <laughs> and just I can I can get through this? So yeah, that's, 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 that's mm-hmm. pretty much and just take it at your uh-huh. own pace. Because doing it yeah. at somebody else's pace is going to frustrate you, drive you crazy, <laughs> and make you question yourself.
4: Yeah.
2: So overcoming odds, can you tell us mm-hmm. more about? Can you tell us more about that?
4: So it's something that started, as I mentioned earlier, when I was 24 years old. And initially, it started as a place for those who have been adopted or part of the foster care system to be able to share their experiences and better understand their own journeys and where they are within that particular process. And then what I began to realize was that after about 50 to 100 to even more stories that were being shared was that some of the people that were reaching out had nothing to do with adoption of foster care. People who were refugees, immigrants, part of the LGBTQ community, and so many other groups. And that's where this vision and concept for me evolved. And I began to understand it from a completely different lens. And that is, this is a space that is for much more than adoption and foster care community. But rather, this is a space for people to come of all backgrounds, all ethnicities, all perspectives, and all levels of understanding where we can mutually create a space where we can see each other for who we really are. And I think that's the biggest thing that I was very fortunate in creating along with so many other people who have been a part of this particular journey is really creating that space where we can all embrace one another. So part of that work, what I mentioned earlier, includes hosting events around the country. We do a weekly podcast where we interview different people of different backgrounds and different journeys where they openly share what they've been through. And then the third thing that we started most recently is every Saturday from about 9 to 10 a.m. Central Time, we host a free Zoom call. Where people can come in from this community and this and have a conversation around a particular topic as it relates to their lives and what i what I'm also learning along that journey is that it doesn't really matter what age you are because I think we are so much more similar than we think we are, so we mm-hmm. can always find those similarities regardless of the age, regardless of the circumstances that we've been through. And it's long as long as we continue to create that space where we accept other people, that's where I think the mm-hmm. true growth and true progress happens. So that's really what Overcoming Us has been. And for anyone that's interested in connecting with us and learning more about what we do and possibly engaging with some of the events or anything that we've done, the best way to do so is either through our website, and that is today or simply searching Overcoming odds across any of these social media platforms. And that's where people will be able to learn more about different stories, the different events, and also hopefully create space for themselves within this particular organization and space where they can share their own journey.
2: Thank you very much, and we will definitely make sure that your information is in the call mm-hmm. notes so the audience has quick and easy access to be able to get to to reach out and find out what's going on and be a part of all of your amazing events. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Oleg, it has been a true pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so very much for joining us here on the Secret to Success podcast. Now, there's a question that i Uh i always ask everyone and you've been speaking on it the entire time but i always ask it at the end so Uh at this at this point in your story at this at this spot in your journey what do you believe has been your true secret to success
4: Uh, that's a great question (laughs) the reason why is because i think there have been many secrets but If I were to pick one for this particular episode, I would say it's my ability to never say I can't do something. Mm. And that is to continue to remind myself that whatever the obstacle, whatever the challenge may be that I'm experiencing at this particular moment, that there's always a way to get through it. And the reason why I believe that is because I continue to remind myself, in fact, I have it written in front of my bed. Every single day I wake up and it says, where there's a will, there's a way. And that's, I think, a very important lesson for my life to understand is that whatever it is that I'm going through, there's always a way. It may not seem as a, as evident as I would like it to be. And it may take me, I it usually does, action to uncover that answer or uncover that solution. But it's always there. And that's the biggest thing that I want to leave with with all of your listeners and encourage them as well, is that regardless of what you're going through right now, regardless of how difficult the challenge may seem, that continue to believe that there's always a way. And that way, like I said, it, it may not be the way that you envision it. You may have to do something completely different to find a solution to your particular question. But it exists. And I think that's the most important thing that we can continue to believe,
2: Oleg, thank you so very much for joining us today. Ladies and gentlemen, you will be able to reach Oleg and find out more about his organization overcoming odds the, all of his information is in the show notes. Please go reach out find your find your place, learn your story. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Secret to Success podcast.
1: I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have, is not what you have, it's not what you do, it's what you know. How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you want to go? So how do we make? all this money or take all this knowledge from the warren buffers from elon musk how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family my name is antonio t smith jr 32 years ago i lived in a trash can that's right from 6 to 14 i had no running water no electricity no anything and somehow i'm in the top one percent today And to be honest with you, and you can kind of relate to this, it almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are going to have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you going to be watching this are going to be baby boomers and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable. And I'm going to give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement. And then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I want to send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact,
5: person for two years to fit any of those forty eight job positions. Hear me well. Forty-eight job positions, twenty-two dollars an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com B2B. It's also in the show notes.